as you all know, the Sat Yoga Institute is a school. It's not just a place to come to meditate, but to do more than that. And the process begins with the trivium, which is a braid of three different processes that have to happen simultaneously for the process to be effective. It involves translation, which is a paradigm shift, which is the conceptual understanding of the spiritual path. So you will at least be able to explain to yourself why you're going through this ordeal. Because unless you can justify this to your own ego mind, there's no reason to put up with the suffering that it entails. But when there is a clear conceptual understanding of why you're going through this experience and what the benefits are, then the ordeal actually becomes very joyous and not really filled with that much suffering. (laughs) The transformational dimension of the trivium is where the suffering is located. Because in order to reach the bliss, you have to let go of the infantile ego. Because that's the source of the suffering. And that ego is in a state of demand. It demands whatever it wants now from whoever it can get it. And it's furious if it doesn't get its way immediately. And that demand circuit of the ego will end up causing great suffering in your life, far greater than you will have to go through by letting go of that. But if you're in the demand state, that's a cover for an even worse state, which is that of neediness. And if you're in the state of neediness, then you're always going to be enslaved in your life to other people and to the demands of other people, in fact. And to a state of inauthentic living. So we have to break through the weakness and neediness, which is an illusion, because you don't need anything once you're an adult. And you can face anything if you're in your true consciousness. And you can cope with anything. But you can't demand from others that they take care of you and be your slave. And you'll always be disappointed if you depend on having to be in control and to possess and to dominate and to think you know everything when, in fact, we are clueless. And it's only the humility of letting go of that that will bring us into our real desire. And it's only when we feel our real desire in a state of humility, we can recognize the lack that's in the ego, that we can go from desire into love and from love into the fullness of our true being. Which is what we do in the third dimension of the trivium, which is transcendence. Transcendence of the ego mind, which keeps us in a state of suffering and lack. And when we know that that's an illusion and we don't act it out, because we identify so strongly with that ego that feels weak and needy and 
needing to dominate in order to overcome that. Then we learn the first level of what freedom really is. It's freedom from our own ego. We think we need freedom from other people's egos. But in fact, that's always a projection. It's our own that is oppressing us. And once that is gone and there is a space open of emptiness and peace, then in that space, the fullness of our being can be realized. And so in the first phase of the process, there's a kind of atonement that goes on as one recognizes the ego's flaws, its inaccuracies. There's a kind of remorse, a wanting to make amends, much as in the 12-step program. I mean, all these programs are based on the same human psychology, so there's going to be some similarities. But most of the amends you have to make are internal. They're not actually with other people who are going to think you're weird anyway if you go to them and say, I want to make amends to you. What are you talking about? You know? And they have forgotten already. And what if they're dead? You know? But they're still alive in your own unconscious. And you're suffering from your own guilt complex. That's what has to be rooted out. So the atonement then will lead to an inner process of bringing up to the surface all the fragments of the ego that either have a demand on you and are karmic creditors or they're karmic debtors and you have a demand on them. In either case, it's not a healthy psychic economy. And so all of those debts have to be settled so there's no more karma with yourself. Because it's your own internal karma that gets projected out in the world. When that ends and the ego has resolved its internal issues with its own fragments, the one that wants the biggest piece of cake and the one that wants to be the saint who gives all the cake to the other and the one who wants to be in some mediation uh, place and the one that wants to have everything and have everyone else uh, give it everything without it having to struggle for it. All of these different kinds of fantasy fragments have to be dissolved so that one can live spontaneously in truth and in love and harmony and justice without a power struggle with others. So that has to be gone through. And to, to then be able to attune to the real self that lies behind all of these fragments of false consciousness. So after the atonement comes the attunement. And meditation is really about going directly into that state of attunement. You're tuning your instrument. Think of your own mind as a musical instrument. It's out of tune. And it has to be tuned to the real self so that the conscious mind is in resonance with the superconscious. And then the music that will flow out of your soul will be beautiful and not of lack, not of whining, complaining, demanding, uh, or any other kind of cacophony of uh, unharmonious sound. And the beauty of the Om will be evident in your being. And the attunement, when it's accurate, will lead to a beautiful enjoyment of silence instead of the chatter and the running away and the narratives and the uh, compensations for lack and 
the fear of depression, anxiety, etc. There will be an attunement to the silence that doesn't need anything, doesn't want anything, and recognizes that it, you have everything you already you have ever wanted or needed or even could imagine, and uh, that silence itself transcends the value of anything you could get from the world. And that's when you begin to realize that yourself is transcendent of the world, that you are not in the world. The world is in you. The world is your own consciousness. And why would you want to get something from your own consciousness that you're creating in the first place? So for you to produce a video game in which you create some object that you desire more than what you are and then you want to play that game in order to get it is to live in a total delusion. But egos enjoy that delusion. But once you've realized that you don't need to do that anymore, that you don't need to play any games, that you can just be in that stillness and the bliss of infinite consciousness is what you are, then the attunement becomes at one minute. And once you're there, you'll never leave that state. And there won't be a you to leave that state. Because that's what you really are. So, in the meditation tonight, let's start with attunement and go to at one minute and stay there, okay? <laughs> let's like, make that our program for tonight. And by doing that, you won't have to have any more ordeals here. <laughs> and you'll already be liberated and life will flow spontaneously in the most beautiful way. <laughs>